episode of My Sister's TBR, where we discuss our past, current, and future reads. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Stacy. This episode, we're discussing our most anticipated releases of February and dipping our toes into what we're currently reading. And we have some very exciting bookish news to share with you, so get ready to add some fantastic books to your TBR pile. This is gearing up to be an overall lovely Valentine's Day episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we only like our romance fictional and on paper, um, so let's just say anti-Valentine's Day episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's fair. <laughs> so, whether you're commuting, working out, or even just relaxing at home, we're thrilled to have you with us. So get ready for a dose of bookish goodness on my sister's TBR. Um, I know, again, we don't really have like a specific order of events that we that we do these mid-month episodes it's usually just whatever is the most exciting that we want to get off our chest that's usually what goes first <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. so right off the bat i need to talk about senlin you okay and i know Please. you are so in the dark on this i am <laughs> and i'm so excited that it's that i get to <laughs> tell you this and get your reaction i'm ready Senlin Yu has signed a book deal with Del Rey at Penguin Random House for her debut novel, Alchemized. This is, this is, um, going to be like a 2000 and, or 2025-ish, okay? Okay. Um, so Alchemized is a standalone dark fantasy in a war-torn world of necromancy and alchemy in which a healer with amnesia is taken as a prisoner of war and must fight to protect her lost memories and the secrets hidden among them. Shut the front door. It will grapple with themes of trauma and survival, legacy, and the way that love can drive one to extreme darkness. And it is, as you may be able to tell, a reimagined version of Manacled. Ah! I just got goosebumps. (laughs) Goosebumps. I yeah. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Manacled is still going to be online. Um, it's going to be on AO3. Uh-huh. She's going to take it down at some point, I think, at the end of 2024 to prepare for the publication of Alchemized in 2025. So, we're getting um, the whole Manacled story. It's going to be more polished. It's going to be edited. It's going to be published. But, um, Different character names, all that. I mean, obviously, she can't take Rawlings, yeah. you know. But, yeah. yeah, so she is actually finally getting this published. And I have never been so excited about something ever in my entire life. <laughs> oh. My. God. Yeah. I literally, I, I teared up. I just did. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah so that's oh uh, my god it's a huge thing for fan fiction like like this is massive because she did give us a little 
small peek into the pages of Alchemized. Um, the main characters will be Helena Marino and Kane Farron. Ooh, Kane. Yeah. Okay. She apparently started um, working on revamping Manacled in, I think, December of 2022. So this has Damn. been a, a while that she's, like, been privately making <sighs> changes and, yeah. Oh, my God. And, like, just seeing how talented she was in Manacled and, mm-hmm. like, that was just taking a story from... Yeah. Well, I mean, she added a lot yeah, she added a lot of her own to that, but but like, really the bones of this magical world was already created. She yeah. just added the meat to it. Yeah, but yeah. like, oh my god, I cannot wait to see like her full potential. Yeah, yeah. So very, very excited. Oh, we have something to look forward to. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, it may be like over a year away, but oh well. That'll go by fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Anything else? <laughs> um, the only other thing that I could really find that really that would interest us is just that, and I think I already sent it to you anyways, that uh, it ends with us. The movie has officially wrapped, and that will be released yes. June 21st. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Oh! Oh! I have something else. I have something else. Oh, do tell. Um, Dark Places by Gillian Flynn. Oh, HBO took that on. Yes, that's It's going to be a limited series. That is so exciting. I think, yeah. That is going to be crazy. I think that's going to be like a whirlwind of a series. And I know we already know what's happening, like what's going to happen. But I still think going into this is going to be just as heart-pounding thrilling oh yeah because i mean seeing it like words on paper is still different than seeing it on screen like to see how they're gonna take those words and like you know they're still gonna obviously make it their own Mm -hmm. like every movie uh, adaptation does um damn yeah i'm i'm excited for that yeah that's gonna be pretty good especially hbo you know they're not gonna hold back they don't hold back. <laughs> yeah. But I think that was the only other thing that I had seen. Um, for anybody else that would like to uh, keep up with bookish news, don't forget to follow us on Instagram because we do share a lot to our stories and um, mm-hmm. occasional posts and stuff. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, to start with our anticipated releases of February... Uh, obviously, The Teacher by Frieda McFadden had to be on the top of that. So Frieda McFadden, she is a great, like, mystery thriller author. So she also wrote The Housemaid, Never Lie, The Inmate, Locked Door, etc., etc. So she has a lot of books. I think she has, like, 30-something books that she's wrote. Damn. And, um... And now her most recent one is The Teacher, uh, which was published February the 6th. This is a 400-page book. And um, 
It's a chilling story of twisted secrets and long-awaited revenge. Lovely. So lesson number one, trust no one. Eve has a good life. She wakes up every day, kisses her husband, Nate, and heads off to teach math at the local high school. All is as it should be, except last year, Kasem High was rocked by a scandal involving a student-teacher affair with one student, Addie, at its center. But Eve knows there's far more to these ugly rumors than meets the eye. Addie can't be trusted. She lies. She hurts people. She destroys lives. At least that's what everyone says. But nobody knows the real Addie. Nobody knows the secrets that could destroy her. And Addie will do anything to keep it quiet. Like, that's so vague. But you know that there's, like, so much more to that. And she always has such good plot twists in her books that I can... My brain is already, like, like going. Like, what is this plot twist going to be? Because it's never what you expect. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I need, okay, I need to branch out. You know what? My goal for February is I don't want to read any romance. (laughs) That is my goal. And I'm just going to start reading some thriller mysteries. Maybe even about revenge. You know what? Maybe I'll start with this one. There you go. Right here. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. All right. You read the next one. Oh, a Tessa Bailey. Uh-huh. Man, she is like taken off running. Yeah. Okay, so this one is called Fangirl Down by Tessa Bailey, and this is number one of the Big Shots series. Uh, this is a romance. Oh, a sports romance, Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. Uh, oh god uh 380 pages and this just was released february 13th wells whitaker was once golf's hottest rising star but lately all he has to show for his promising career is a killer hangover a collection of broken clubs and one remaining supporter no matter how bad he plays the beautiful sunny redhead is always on the sidelines He curses, she cheers, he scowls, she smiles, but when Wells quits in a blaze of glory and his fangirl finally goes home, he knows he made the greatest mistake of his life. Josephine Doyle believed in the gorgeous, grumpy golfer even when he didn't believe in himself, yet after he throws in the towel, she begins to wonder if her faith was misplaced. Then a determined Wells shows up at her door with a wild proposal. Be his new caddy, help him turn his game around, and split the prize money. And considering Josephine's professional and personal life is in shambles, she could really use the cash. As they travel together, spending days on the green and nights in neighboring hotel rooms, sparks fly. Before long, they are inseparable. Wells starts winning again, and Josephine is surprised to find a sweet, thoughtful guy underneath his gruff, growly exterior. This hot man wants to brush her hair, feed her snacks, and take bubble baths together. Is this real life? But Wells is technically her boss, and an athlete falling for his fangirl would be ridiculous, right? <laughs> no. To answer that question, no. No. <laughs> it is not ridiculous. There's a lot okay. of tropes there. There are so many. I I would imagine it's going to be a one-bed trope. Yep. I got that vibe. Yep. Grumpy versus Sunshine. Grumpy versus sunshine. Sports. 
Sports. Not my kind of sports. I don't think I I don't think I can get behind a golf book, but we'll see. Kind of like a workplace. Yeah. Because yep. I mean her boss. Yeah. Yep. Forks proximity, maybe. Yep. Anyways, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> don't know if this is gonna be one that I would read because for one mm. I just I I'm afraid it's gonna turn into another Carrie Soto where it's just golf, yep, golf, just... golf, and I'm just like I I don't care about golf. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I think, like, that whole, like, brushing hair, feeding snacks, taking bubble baths together, like, I am not that much of a romantic yeah. to swoon yeah. over that. So, yeah. I think this one is going to be a miss for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with my state of mind right now, I'm all, I'm agreeing with you, too. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So Elle Kennedy has uh, another book out. She just published it February 13th. It's Girl Abroad. I didn't hear anything about this book until I actually went searching for new releases. And this one came up. So I was kind of surprised by that. So apparently this um, brings her signature angst, drama, and humor to a new standalone romance. Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So... When 19-year-old Abby Bly gets the opportunity to study abroad for a year in London, it's the perfect chance to finally slip out from under the thumb of her beloved but overbearing retired rock star father. Okay, can we get a story about her rock star father, please? (laughs) She's ready. (laughs) She's ready to be free to discover herself, but first off, to meet the girls she's rooming with. That is, until she arrives at her gorgeous new flat to discover those roommates are actually all boys. Charming, funny, insufferably attractive boys. And off-limits with a rule against fraternizing between housemates after unwanted drama with the previous girl. This has, like, new girl vibes, and I like that a lot. (laughs) Me too. Abby has never considered herself a rule breaker, but soon she's lying to her father about her living situation and falling for not one, but two men she can't have. Her rugby player roommate and a broody musician with a girlfriend. Not to mention her research for school has gotten her tangled in a deeply hidden scandal of a high nobility family surrounding her in secrets on all sides. If there's any hope of Abby finding love, answers, or a future in London, she'll have to decide which rules and hearts might be worth breaking. Okay. 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 I think this is a winner. That is a winner. Added right now. Yeah. And it's listed as adult, like new adult romance. So... That's amazing. Oh, I don't know if I mentioned it's 432 pages. Okay. I think I was too excited to dive into the uh, description on this I, one. Yep. I just added Instantly it. Instantly added. <laughs> Kate Stewart. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I put Euro this one in dream. here for you. <laughs> I haven't read oh it, so God. this is fully like my reaction oh my along with yours. Okay. Okay, this is a laugh-out-loud romantic dramedy full of spice, swoon, and all of the feels. Okay. Added. Right there. I trust Kate Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it doesn't say how many pages, but it's a contemporary romance, um, and it is expected to be released February 20th. 
I don't remember booking a first class ticket to hell. An all expense paid trip to Europe. What could be more enticing than that? Well, other than having the surgeon I fantasize about daily as my travel companion, but to me, that's all Lucian Aston is, a highly sophisticated, posh Englishman who stars in my daydreams, mostly because of the way he views me as a loud, boisterous, no-nonsense surgical nurse he's stuck touring London and Paris with up to the day of his groundbreaking surgery. Until then, we've got a lot of downtime to kill, so it's only natural that I put my best foot forward to get to know him a little better. Problem is, Lucian has no intention of taking a single step in his fancy wingtips to meet me halfway, that is, until we strike our deal. For the next six weeks, it'll be a no-hold-barred, balls-to-the-wall reckoning between me and the prickly heart doctor as I get to know the man behind the scowl and scapple. But that's <laughs> the thing about the good doctor's surgical specialty and his skill in the heart department. The more we spend time together, the more I run the risk of losing mine. Aww. Even so, I'm prepared for anything, or at least I think I am. You see, there are the best laid plans for the dream getaway you drum up in your mind, and then there's reality. But in all my careful planning, I don't at all recall booking a first-class ticket to hell. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Okay. First thing I noticed about this book is the the cover very different yeah it's not i don't think it's doing any favors to the book so when i seen that i thought you i thought this was literally a manga oh <laughs> no to me it looks like a like a children's book yeah and not in the good way of like the the cartoony looking romance books that we've all mm. seen everywhere this is more like it looks like a child's book yeah, I agree. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's... I don't know what's going on there, but... Yeah, but the description sounds promising. It does. It does. Okay. I'll give it a try, because, like, I'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I would, based on how much we liked Kate's other work. Mm-hmm. Next, we have The Women by Kristen Hanna. Kristen Hanna has written absolute bombshells of books right off the bat she's wrote the nightingale great alone firefly lane that the netflix show is based oh. off of yeah like yeah. a number of books and they've all been rated so incredibly high um so this is a it's an intimate portrait of coming of age in a dangerous time and an epic tale of a nation divided it's a historical fiction 480 pages and it was released february the 6th women can be heroes when 20 year old nursing student francis frankie mcgrath hears these words it is a revelation raised in the sun-drenched idyllic world of southern california and sheltered by her conservative parents, she has always prided herself on doing the right thing. But in 1965, the world is changing and she suddenly dares to imagine a different for future for herself. When her brother ships out to serve in Vietnam, she joins the Army Nurse Corps and follows his path. As green and inexperienced as the men sent to Vietnam to fight, Frankie is overwhelmed by the chaos and destruction of war. Each day is a gamble of life and death, hope and betrayal. Friendships run deep and can be shattered in an instant. In war, she meets and becomes one of the lucky, the brave, the broken, and the lost. 
But war is just the beginning of Frankie and her veteran friends. The real battle lies in coming home to a changed and divided America, to angry protesters, and to a country that wants to forget Vietnam. The Women is a story of one woman gone to war, but it shines a light on all women who put themselves in harm's way and whose sacrifice and commitment to their country has too often been forgotten. A novel about deep friendships and bold patriotism, The Women is a richly drawn story with a memorable heroine whose idealism and courage under fire will come to define an era. Wow. That sounds like it's going to be really, really deep and like heartbreaking. Oh, a thousand percent. Oh, I love that though. Yeah. It's already on uh, Goodreads already has it 4.72 stars and there's almost 8,000 ratings. Wow. So that's like, that's really good. That's almost five full stars. So. And for it to be like just released and that many ratings. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, even just that alone is written so well mm-hmm. yeah wow. i want it <laughs> but i have so many of her books already that i need to read so mm. i'm gonna read more before i get that one add it to the tbr yep the ever growing then up next is another one that was released on february 6th if only i had told her by laura nowlin this is a ya romance oh and one of the other genres is mental health Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Uh, 416 pages. If only I'd told her that I loved her years ago, then I wouldn't be here now. Finn has always loved Autumn. She's not just the girl next door or his mother's best friend's daughter. She is everything. But she's not his girlfriend. That's Sylvie. And Finn would never hurt her, so there's no way Autumn could know how he truly feels. Jack, Finn's best friend, isn't so sure. He's seen Finn and Autumn together. How could she not know? And how is he supposed to support and protect Finn when heartache seems inevitable? Autumn surrounds herself with books and wants to write her own destiny. But one doesn't always get a new chapter and fate can be cruel to those in love. Told through three different perspectives, If Only I Had Told Her is a love story brimming with truth, tragedy, and unexpected bonds that heal us. Wow. Yeah, to me, that sounds like it's going to be a tearjerker, like. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, like, even just, like, the cover alone, like, the broken rose, like. Yeah. I think that's, like, a good um, glimpse into that. Mm -hmm. And I love the three different perspectives. I love when the book has more than one perspective. Yeah, there's not often that I've read a three-person perspective. And if one of the genres is listed as mental health, I'm interested to see how they bring that into it yeah yeah i haven't heard of laura nowlin though no no me neither Hmm. she's the author of oh my gosh yeah okay yeah we've definitely heard of her we just haven't read her yet um if he had been with me that's a massive book so yeah okay we were right in saying that it's going to be a tearjerker because I've read a lot of people saying that they were absolutely destroyed by if he had been with me. Oh, Dear. I'm nervous. Okay. The okay. The next one I think may actually be my absolute most anticipated book of this month. Like 100% top of the list. It's, I like the look of the cover. Uh, the new a- Allie Hazelwood Bride. 
This is a fantasy paranormal romance. 410 pages. Uh, and it was released February the 6th. Yes. Okay. Just wait. This is her debut into um, paranormal romance. I She even said that she doesn't know if this is going to be her her last, like, could be her first and last little dive into the paranormal romance. I hope she goes on to do more. But this is like... I'm excited. Like her last book, the... I don't know if it was her last book, but one of her last books, The Checkmate. That was her debut yep. into young adult. So she's really trying different. She's, she's, yeah, she, she I like out. this. I'm I'm happy for her. This book, like you said, the cover is stunning. Like that contrast and the wolf standing behind her is just that grabbed me in right away. Mm-hmm. So this is about. Um, a dangerous alliance between a vampire bride and an alpha werewolf becomes a love deep enough to sink your teeth into in this new paranormal romance. Misery Lark, the only daughter of the most powerful vampire councilman of the Southwest, is an outcast. Again, her days of living in anonymity among the humans are over. She has been called upon to uphold a historic peacekeeping alliance between the vampires and their mortal enemies, the wares. And she sees little choice but to surrender herself in the exchange again. Wares are ruthless and unpredictable, and their alpha, Low Moreland, is no exception. He rules his pack with absolute authority, but not without justice. And unlike the Vampire Council, not without feeling. It's clear from the way he tracks Misery's every movement that he doesn't trust her. If only he knew how right he was. Because Misery has her own reasons to agree to the marriage of convenience, reasons that have nothing to do with politics or alliances, and everything to do with the only thing she's ever cared about. And she is willing to do whatever it takes to get back what's hers, even if it means a life alone in wear territory, alone with the wolf. Oh <laughs> my god. Sign me up. Adding that right now. <laughs> I am so excited for this. I've I've already seen quite a bit, like, people reviewing it and that, and I just, I am going to eat it up. Fantasy, romance, paranormal, vampires. Oh, mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm completely on board. And, I mean, this also has 17,000 ratings now mm -hmm. with 4.28 yeah. stars so it is it's pretty high oh i'm excited yeah i want to read that i want to yeah. read that okay i like the look of this cover it grabs me already yeah same a fate inked in blood by danielle l jensen and this is the number one in the saga of the unfated series 432 pages and it is a fantasy romance mythology too yep interesting okay bound in an unwanted marriage freya spends her days gutting fish but dreams of becoming a warrior and of putting an axe in her boorish husband's back freya's dreams abruptly become reality when her husband betrays her to the region's jarl landing her in a fight to the death against his son bjorn to survive, Freya is forced to reveal her deepest secret. 
She possesses a drop of a goddess's blood, which makes her a shield maiden with magic capable of repelling any attack. It was foretold such a magic would unite the fractured nation of Scotland beneath the one who controls the shield maiden's fate. Believing he's destined to rule Scotland as king, the fanatical Jarl binds Freya with a blood oath and orders Bjorn to protect her from their enemies. Desperate to prove her strength, Freya must train to fight and learn to control her magic, all while facing perilous tests set by the gods. The greatest test of all, however, may be resisting her forbidden attraction to Bjorn. If Freya succumbs to her lust for the charming and fierce warrior, she risks not only her own destiny, but the fate of all the people she swore to protect. Damn. I feel like that's going to be like, I don't know, I feel some spicy vibes here. Yeah. Yep, I think so. I like that whole, like, forbidden attraction Mm, that's yeah that's chef's kiss right there but also like there's i'm willing to bet a lot of character progression like how she literally starts out as a like she spends her days gutting fish yeah to like knowing that she has goddess's blood like that's that's an insane (laughs) jump started from the bottom and she's just gonna yeah yeah oh i love that so the last book that's on our anticipated releases of february is what lies within masks and shadows by nicole may uh so this is a fantasy romance it's 735 pages and its expected publication is february 27th it's coming up yeah, so this is, like, really soon. Um, Rebecca has a bit of history with this book. Yeah. Yeah. So last year, um, around this time, mm-hmm. yeah, around this time, I was a beta reader for this book. And that was actually really interesting. But then I couldn't continue because I moved up here and just got really, really busy. But I'm mm-hmm. excited to read, like, the finished product of it, though. Yeah. So this is listed as like a throne of glass meets the Witcher and once upon a time. So those are some three really big books. Those are some big shoes. Mm, Definitely. But this is a heart wrenching high fantasy romance. It's packed with trauma healing, epic magic and high stakes rebellion. Um, So far right now on Goodreads, it has a 4.95 star rating and it has 20 ratings. It's, okay. Yep. So, um, so like a lot of Nicole's arc readers are really enjoying it. Damn. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Alora, a marked one, is bound to a fate of suffering. Therefore, when Lord Kane takes her as his lady, life under his status and within his manner should have offered her everything, including safety. Except... In the darkness, Alora is a dying star, an explosion contained by his will and cruelty. Waiting for the day, she'll blaze a light so intense it would burn at the edges of shadow itself. She endures her destined torment. But outside his walls, evil terrorizes Elysian. And as the savage prince sets his attention on Alora next, the lines between monster and savior blur. Her desire for freedom becomes tainted, and a new price must be paid. With rumors of his cruelty, ruthlessness, and unrelenting power, Alora's trust is not easily earned. 
she can't help feeling like she's exchanged one monster for another, a lord for a prince, a betrothed for a shadow beast. Can Alora ever truly be free under those who have bound themselves to her? Or will her only escape sit masked in shadow? So what lies within Masks and Shadows is the first book in a new series featuring a morally gray hero with powers of darkness, its enemies to lovers, traumance, like trauma romance. Never heard mm. that until I started reading the blurbs for this book. So I like that play on words. Yeah. Yep. Um, banter, dark secrets, captivating, action-packed adventure. It's a slow burn romance. Um, it is advised to check trigger warnings. It's an adult book, and it does touch on very dark themes. So, I mean, the first couple of chapters that I had read, uh, it, I actually, I did enjoy it. It was actually really good. And this was, like, very early stages, so, like, I can only imagine how much better it's gotten since that yeah exactly yeah it's you know a full year later and she is started yeah. on book two i do know that damn yeah good for her yeah so that's february 27th i'm exciting. very excited it's a good month yeah it's a really good month for books like i think the fantasy sounds like they're all top notch Mm-hmm. so that's great because we love a good romanticy. <laughs> Speaking of romanticy, how far are you now in a court of silver flames? Ooh, I hit the the ending of the graphic audio for part one, and mm -hmm. I tried to bring up part two of the graphic audio, but uh, Everend said that I read I don't know as much as it allows for my subscription and for a month of this and I can't even finish the book that I wanted to read so so $20 and you you get a cap on yep. that yeah oh I'm rotted about it but it's yeah I'm over halfway now so we may as well just keep talking about this because we can't read out the description because it's yeah. book, technically yeah. book four of the Akatar series but um I'm taking my time with this I am not ready. I know. I know there's more books in the universe, but I'm not ready to be done with the characters. I know. I feel the so same I am way. I'm taking my time. Yeah. I know there's more coming in the series. She is going to write more in Akatar. Yeah. But it's just but like, when? When do we get yeah. it? <laughs> right. So I'm at 30% now. Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, and like, honestly, I have been in such a reading slump this past, honestly, this entire two weeks since yeah. February started. I haven't read a whole lot. Um, I've been trying to read different things to see what's going to spark my, my reading again, like my, to get me out of this reading slump, but work has been a lot and just, I feel like a lot's going on. So I just haven't wanted to read. I've just been, ugh. yeah. But anyway, so that honestly, a court of silver flames is the only thing that's been grabbing, sparking you. up my yeah. Dick. So I've just been slowly picking away at that. Um, but I'm at thirty percent now, and oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love Cassian. Where do I get one? Can mm -hmm. I order one? 
Where where do I find these men? <laughs> oh, I know. I hear you. He oh. has been my favorite character since he was first mentioned in the yeah. books. Like I've I've had a huge soft spot for him and now this book just it's so nice yeah. to get more of that. <laughs> wow. I love it. I love him. I love their relationship. Oh my god. Yeah. Love it. Um, but yeah, so I'm like 30%. Um, I don't know if I want to finish it this month. Mm-hmm. I ha- I'm undecided. Yeah. I am undecided. I might end up just... accidentally. <laughs> yeah no that's i i do have to put it aside because i need to focus on the two other books that i do need to finish this Mm. month so i i am going to put it aside now i think i'm at a decent spot of the book that i feel okay putting it down for a little bit maybe coming Mm -hmm. back to it in a week we'll see yeah so what else are you reading? I think I'm in like the same kind of boat as you are right now. Like I feel like I'm in a book slump. Really the only thing that's grabbing me right now is like you said, Silver Flames. Um, I have picked up the featured read um, Icebreaker again because I read it back last year, I believe it was. And mm-hmm. I just feel like I need to read it again to know really remember stuff about the book so i am trying to read Mm -hmm. that again i think that is starting to put me in a bit of a slump because i've already read it so i know Uh, what's happening um yeah and i also started burn for you by jt geisinger um i'm only six percent through that uh it is really good and it is definitely something that's way up my alley but again i feel like this slump is just it's hard to get out of Mm-hmm. I am still trying to get through the arc that I was reading the last time we talked about our reads, uh, All's Fair in Love and War mm-hmm. um, by Virginia Heath. That, I have five days left to read it, and I'm still only 16.9%. Oh, shit. Right? Like, that's rough. So I, I don't know if I'm going to get that one finished. I don't know if I'm just going to DNF it, and I hate I hate the thought of DNFing an arc. Like that, like you, you don't do that. And I'm afraid that I'm going to have to. And I mean, it's not that it's a bad book. It's just where I am right now mentally. It's just mm-hmm. not grabbing me. And I feel like if I force it, that's going to be so unfair to not just yeah. myself, but to Virginia Heath as well. If I were to have to review yeah. this in the mindset that I'm in. So I'm, I'm doing the big no, no and just pausing it, I guess. Yeah. I think that's a good idea, honestly. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty well where I'm to, other than, like I said, the the featured read. Mm-hmm. Did you start Icebreaker yet? So I started it, like, months ago. Mm-hmm. I think I started listening to it. So I just started, like, actually reading it um, a couple nights ago. I'm not very far. I'm not even up to the point where I stopped listening to it. Right. It's not grabbing me yet again i'm also in the same boat you're in like just not mentally there i'm just i know i'm gonna love it when i actually get into it yeah i know that because i've heard nothing but good things about the book um let's just i'm gonna read out the description here yeah yeah go ahead um so icebreaker by hannah grace is our featured read for the month sports romance and it's 435 pages 
Uh, Anastasia Allen has worked her entire life for a shot at Team USA, a competitive figure skater since she was five years old, a full college scholarship thanks to her place on the Maple Hills skating team, and a schedule that would make even the most driven person weep. Stassi comes to win. No exceptions. Nathan Hawkins has never had a problem he couldn't solve. As captain of the Maple Hills Titans, he knows the responsibility of keeping the hockey team on the ice rests on his shoulders. When a misunderstanding results in the two teams sharing a rink and Anastasia's partner gets hurt in the aftermath, Nate finds himself swapping his stick for tights and one scary coach for an even scarier one. The pair find themselves stuck together in more ways than one, but it's fine because Anastasia doesn't even like hockey players, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I know I'm going to like it, and I've heard so many things about it being, like, a lot of smut. A lot. Sometimes it seems like it's scene after scene after scene after scene. Like, there's a lot. And it's good. Like, it's not that it's excessive because you think, like, Mm -hmm. wow, that's too much, right? But yeah. it doesn't feel like it when you're reading it. It's just, it's good. Wow. It's, yeah, it's really okay. good. Right? So, like, I know that, and I want to try and get out of my slump <laughs> so I can get to that, because I need that. Yeah. I want to I wanna read that, but, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, yeah. ugh, I just feel, I'm going to force myself out of it today. Yeah, so I literally, I can't make any comment on it right now, because mm-hmm. I'm not far enough into it, um, but... When I was listening to the audiobook, I remember, I think I was like a couple of chapters in. So like it started to get good. And I think I was just, I had to focus on another book at that point. So I, I just stopped it. So yeah. maybe I'll pick back up on the audiobook instead of trying to read it. Because maybe that'll help me. Yeah, maybe. Stay into it, you know. Reading it now for the second time, I feel like I'm able to pick at more things. Because I did rate this very high. I, like I raved hmm. about this book so much because i love mm-hmm. how inclusive it is to um like mental health everything between like from sexuality to race it's just so inclusive to disabilities mm. i absolutely love everything that this book stands for Dang. Um, but now that i'm reading it a second time i can start picking out little things that have annoyed me mm. or like right off the bat um how many characters and names she throws at you from the get-go like there's so many names from the hockey players to you know her friends to there's just a lot of characters like friends Mm. of friends like there's a lot of names that's being thrown at you that I'm I kind of start to feel a little overwhelmed because I'm like well how many of these do I actually have to remember because we all know I'm terrible at remembering character names (laughs) terrible at it so this is, it's almost giving me a little bit of stress because I'm like, this is a lot of people. Who's the yeah. important ones here? Let me know. <laughs> yeah. No, I can. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that's not, again, I mean, that's, that's, that's me being nitpicky now because this is my second time reading it. Yeah. So. You're allowed. <laughs> I'm allowed. <laughs> but other than that, um, I started reading the second book of the slam series oh right try to uh, get coho to pull you out of the slump that usually works it does um so i think that will just tell you where my brain is at um yeah the fact that colleen can't even pull me out of this (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. So I absolutely fell in love with Slammed by Colleen Hoover. Because, like, it dealt with the main male character. He loved poetry. And, like, oh, I love that. I love that so much. If I'm remembering correctly, I think you had this listed as um, one of your favorites of 2022. Because when we started the podcast, we started out with listing out our favorites of the past year. And I do believe you had mentioned this one. Yeah. It was the end of 2022. Yeah. So it's about like slammed poetry. I absolutely loved it. Because at this point in time, I was like, I mean, I still love poetry, but... At this point, I was way more obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah, like you were in your height. I was in my whole, oh, yeah. So like in my review on my story that I put up, I took a screenshot where she says, and what's a slam? And he says, it's poetry. He smiles at me. It's what I'm all about. And then it says, is he for real? A hot guy who makes me laugh and loves poetry? Someone pinch me or not. I'd rather not wake up. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yes. So anyway, that was so long ago. Um, I kind of forgot like the characters. Like I kind of wished that I had read the first Slammed again right. before I started on Slammed 2 because I don't know, I kind of picked it up and it picks up right at the end of Slammed 1. Right. Right. So I was like, oh my God, like who was this person? Who was this person? Like I was very confused and I think that kind of turned me off a little tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Point of Retreat is the second book in the slammed series i can't read it out but i will read out the first slammed yeah description to give us an idea of the series of course it's colleen hoover so it's ya romance 354 pages following the unexpected death of her father 18 year old lakin is forced to be the rock for both her mother and younger brother outwardly she appears resilient and tenacious but inwardly she's losing hope Enter Will Cooper, the attractive 21-year-old new neighbor with an intriguing passion for slam poetry and a unique sense of humor. Within days of their introduction, Will and Lakin form an intense emotional connection, leaving Lakin with a renewed sense of hope. Not long after an intense, heart-stopping first date, they are slammed to the core when a shocking revelation forces their new relationship to a sudden halt. Daily interactions become impossibly painful as they struggle to find a balance between the feelings that pull them together and the secret that keeps them apart. So this is like forbidden romance. (laughs) We love that. Yeah. Deals with forbidden love, poetry, and death. Oh my god, it made me like laugh out loud and it actually, I cried multiple times. Mm. Um, Yeah, like I rated this one five out of five and I mean, I rate the majority of Colleen Hoover's books five out of five because they're always so easy to read they're so easy to get like just yeah to completely gush over and maybe who knows maybe the fact where I'm at right now where I just absolutely I'm done with love I freaking hate it I'm done with the romance (laughs) maybe I'll try this again next month (laughs) yeah maybe you need to read some good Frida get some Frida McFadden up on your on your kindle yeah, I gotta do something because like this ain't this ain't jiving for me right now. Yeah. 
Yep, I think she'd be a pretty good one to get you out of a slump, I think. I'll switch it up this month. Like, normally I love my, you know, my romance and all that, because, like, I like to live vicariously through these characters in these books. Mm -hmm. Well, read The Housemaid, because that has some, without spoiling it for you, has some, you know, forbidden romance in it. Okay. Like, if you are reading her books and you know that there's a plot twist in it, and I know, like, a lot of people think that's, like, they hate going into books knowing that there's a plot twist because they'll usually guess it. But I find with hers, knowing that so many of her books has plot twists, I'll try to think of the most, like, unhinged thing that could possibly be a plot twist in her book. And it's not it. It's something worse. Or not worse, but something better than what I could have even thought. Yeah. So it's it's wild. I love it. Jeez. Yeah. (laughs) okay i'll give her a try i don't i don't think that there's anything else really to go over with this episode i don't think so no i think we've talked everyone's ear off enough i think (laughs) but now is a great time to hit subscribe and to hit follow (laughs) on instagram touch base with us yeah and keep listening to us uh our ramblings because for some ungodly reason we still have people that <laughs> come back every episode oh we appreciate it so much yeah maybe we're all just fucked up together yeah i mean most of what we talk about is just spicy romance books so maybe that's appealing yeah. to enough people <laughs> all right well we'll see you again in another two weeks in two weeks Thanks for listening. Uh, bye.